0: everybody welcome to the first episode of the growing in faith podcast my name is cole hughes i'm the associate pastor of family ministries at first baptist um been here for coming up on two years i work with uh kids birth through uh high school graduation and their families and sitting next to me is my friend ryan i'll let him introduce himself
1: hello my name is ryan abel i'm a close friend with cole as he mentioned i'm new here to first baptist church um <clears throat> i started coming once a uh, Cole's been, uh, through Cole's encouragement um, over the past uh, few months, he's been encouraging me to start coming, and I decided, uh, I decided to, you know, come on out, and I've enjoyed my time here very much.
0: So, just kind of some backstory, um, a little bit more about who we are and how this came to be, this idea that we had. So, uh, we've been friends for a long time, can't remember. First grade. I guess, yeah, first grade. Um but we grew up together, did things together. We went to church together, in youth group, when we were younger. Um, I got saved around the time I was eight, um, and so when I was around 13, God called me to ministry uh, through a church camp. Ryan was actually,
1: oh.
0: <laughs> Technical difficulty there. Um, so where were we at? We were talking about um, just some background for this story and how it came to be. Uh, so... I'm here at the church, as I mentioned, and I had a project I was working on, working on just kind of cleaning some things up, um, going through some stuff, and I had a closet that's a uh, in the youth room I was uh, wanting to go through and kind of sort through, see what things we needed that I didn't know we maybe even had that were kind of tucked back away, see what things maybe we could get rid of to clear some more room from some other things we had, and so I decided I might ask Ryan if he wanted to help, but I was wanting to encourage him to get involved anyway, and I'll, I'll let Ryan tell you a little bit about what he walked into that day. A nightmare
1: is what I walked into that day. He said uh, <clears throat> he gave me a call and said, "Hey Ryan, what are you doing tomorrow?" And you know, uh, like the guy, I'm nothing usually. And um, he uh, he just mentioned that uh, I should come help him clean out a closet at the church here at the church. And I was like, "Sure, you know, hell, I'll help you clean out a closet. Why not?" So I didn't expect to walk into a storage unit type closet upstairs, and we were in for and for a long couple of days it didn't just take one day or uh, an afternoon that I was expecting it was took us two whole days but you know that that day was uh it was, it was pretty special you know we as we were cleaning you know we we got to talking about some things about my life his life and it really turned into a bible study really that day um for about two two to 3 hours you know i, I had my bible in the truck went out there and just had a makeshift little Bible studies life group session and ever since then I've I've felt my life kind of take a take a change for the better uh I've been feeling God ever since that day and I thank Cole for for that for you know definitely guiding me into the right direction and encouraging me um throughout this process
0: yeah so we'll look we'll, uh kind of get a little bit more into, like, the podcast, how that can be. It kind of came in those couple days we were talking and through some of that. Um, So Ryan, I'll let him expound if he wants to anymore. But he he had mentioned, you know, um, we were involved in a youth group together, but just at different points in his life kind of stopped looking as much into his faith. Uh, He'll he'll admit that. he was. We were talking about that before. Um, But he stopped kind of looking at that as much and kind of was just doing his own thing, whatever he wanted. Um, And so he hadn't really been involved in church probably re- regularly since? Uh...
1: I was saved at eight, and I was baptized at eight. Um, and like you mentioned, uh, we, we were in the same youth group, and um, I was semi-active in church in high school uh, early on. And then as I grew up, later into my teenage years and my early 20s, um, you know, I was saved, um, but I didn't have a relationship at all. Um, I was definitely not living for Christ and for God. Um, he was way down on the priority list, and um, but I knew it was wrong. Like in my mind, I knew the way I was living was wrong, but I also didn't care either. Um, but Cole's been persistent enough, and I definitely feel my life has been changed. Uh, I've been, I've been able to see, and, and a lot of what what with what you
0: said, you know, we talked, and and you you were very certain that your salvation was real and that you just had been fighting God for a long time and, and kind of come into it. So what we decided was we wanted to sit down and uh, we both like podcasts, something you can stick on while you're driving or while you're just sitting or like you're doing some work around the house or whatever it might be whenever you listen to a podcast. Um, but we decided maybe we could do something like that. Uh, a big important part of the Christian experience, the Christian life is discipleship. Um, it's the investing in believers and other believers and, and growing in our faith, growing closer to God. And honestly, if, we're, if we look back at, you know, your life, that's something that you didn't get a lot of. You didn't have people maybe investing, making sure that you stayed um, and helped you grow and helped you to see and help you walk through things. Um, and so that's it's easy to wander and to, to do our own thing when we're not being discipled. And so something that, you know, as Ryan was talking about, if you hear me call him Abel, that's just how I always talk to him. But uh, something he was he was talking about was he wanted to grow in his faith, but he didn't know where to start. So we, we decided we're going to start looking how to do that. Uh, to grow in our faith together because I'm continually always growing like I'm definitely not perfect um, as I was called to ministry young age but it took it's taken a long time to get to where I am and I still th- along the way had plenty of times where I could have done a lot better for God um, but just kinda like growing going through life together figuring out things talking about some stuff that's going on in our lives going on uh, in the world around us different issues that we face and just kinda talking about it together uh, in, in a podcast so maybe you can enjoy it and kind of maybe get something from what we're walking through together um, as we're we, we to title it the growth growing in faith podcast so that the idea the hope would be uh, if you start with this episode and then you look maybe a year from now if we are able to continue and blessed enough to continue with it then you will see our growth you'll see the continual growth and discipleship that we have um, and the way it changes us as we go deeper in god's word together um, and try to build each other up as Christian brothers. Um, and that's that's the thing, you know, uh, trying to help each other stay
1: accountable, trying to help each other walk in our faith together. Um, and we definitely got the idea for this podcast during that day and during our conversation that we, that we had during that day. Um, we just felt that, you know, these are good questions, good conversations that we had that we just wanted to share these conversations. Um, I know that I felt, you know, uh, and I kind of uh, confided in Cole, and uh, <laughs> I uh, I was speaking with Cole about, um, you know, I-, I felt a little bit intimidated coming to church, especially talking with Cole because you know every time I would have a problem or say something, he would like, oh, you know what? I know exactly this story uh, that would or what in the Bible, and he'd go right to it, and I- I'd feel like, man, you know, I don't know anything like. I know that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, but I, I felt like I didn't know anything about the Bible itself or uh, chronologically that happened um, through the life of Christ. And and he says, you know, I'm, you'll get there as you grow in faith. And the idea was born.
0: I think that's, that's the biggest thing is is doing something to grow in your faith. Because uh, that's the thing is is no one is any different than anyone else. We all start in the same place before God as sinful people, and we are saved by the same grace that's offered in Jesus Christ, uh, and we have the same Bible we can study. Uh, and, and that's what it is, is whether or not we have people helping us along and whether we're doing it faithfully, trying to grow in our faith. And so that's that's the whole idea. Maybe we don't know what it will it'll end up looking like. Maybe we'll have some guests at times. Maybe we'll have other people we get to talk to at times. Um, but the hope is, is, is just generally that, trying to grow in our faith together um, just through life, Asking questions, not being kind of afraid to dig into things and talk about it together. Um, maybe, but
1: maybe Tim Tebow will come.
0: You've heard it here. Maybe Tim Tebow will be on the podcast. Um, I
1: know Tim very well. Yeah,
0: on, you, you, you watched him a lot, right? Yeah, on on TV. So um, <laughs> so kind of t- I guess we're gonna go ahead and get started. So we were talking a little bit about some things going on. That's kind of what it is what's going on in our lives now. What what are the things that we need to learn on? Focus on how can we see what God. How God is moving our lives now. So, what were kind of some of the things we were talking about that's pressing right now? Well, what's going on in your life? What's going on
1: in my life? I have a very stressful time in my life. I am moving and I have a pregnant wife and we have a two year old. So, it's a very stressful time to be moving with a toddler and a pregnant spouse. So, yeah. And it's pretty hard to stay focused on God, God first, especially with how stressful uh, this whole scenario is. And uh, I start a new career in uh, a week um, <laughs> on top of that. So I'm moving, and I'm about to start a new career. And it's all pretty uh, yeah. pretty overwhelming at times. Yeah. And um, uh, I... Definitely, this past week have been guilty of not putting God first, and uh, I've been stressing, stressing, been worried almost to the point of tears. But uh, my wife Danielle, uh, she's been in my ear as you know. She's she's very calm and collected. She 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 is definitely, uh, you know, the driving force of this. And she and um she's always you know just pray about it, you know. This is just something that you just need to pray about. Just pray about it. And she she seems to have the right idea, but I'm I'm still trying yeah. to stay on that. Path. I think that's
0: something that's important as we as we go through it. Um, Satan's very real. Spiritual warfare is a real thing, um, and he will use whatever he can to try to take our eyes off God, trying to change our focus, trying to change our our frame of mind. It's something that we've talked about before, and, and I think you'll remember me saying one of the important things is that it's not so much about like a list, right? I think that's terminology we use a lot, um, God first. But it's about how God is in everything we do, how God is central to our very lives, right? How so? Like, because it's not it's not sinful to be in a time where you're busy. You know, we you have a lot of things going on. I mean, I'm sure maybe many of you can relate to you have a lot going on, and that in and of itself is not not sinful, um, re- really. You're doing a lot of things, so you can be doing a lot of things that glorify God in that. You can glorify God in many things as you're doing stuff. But the important thing is not to lose sight of who you are and who you're serving and what you're about in the middle of those things. Uh, so we were talking about that a little bit before we started, and that's kind of how we, we hope for this to be. Kind of have a little communication on what is going on and what we're going to maybe talk about in the podcast before we do it, but then really talk about it on on here for you guys to see, kind of go through it. And so if he's got questions, we've got questions. We got questions we have not Hopefully rehearsed much. He's given me some info so we can look at stuff because, um, you know, I have to I have to figure things out. I don't know where <laughs> everything is. He was saying he's, he's very nice in what he said about me, but I still got to look stuff up. Got to figure out what the right answers are. So we were talking about um, being distracted and losing sight of, of of what of what Jesus is is to us and how he should be in our lives. And, and so one of the things that came to mind is is Peter denies Jesus. You know, we're coming up on Easter is is in a month and yeah so um (laughs) leading up to easter there's a lot of events that happen. jesus is betrayed he's arrested um and at the last supper when he said someone would betray him he also tells peter that he's going to deny him um three times okay peter says no peter says no matter what happens because he tells him how he's going to be betrayed he says well no matter if they all leave you no matter what i'm not going to leave you i think it's right here says uh he says, you will all fall away because of me this night. Um, and then Peter says, though they all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. And Jesus said to him, truly I tell you this very night, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples said the same. So here you got the men who followed Jesus here with him. As he's telling them, hey guys, my purpose is coming, I'm going To die. This is this is what I'm here for. And they're like, no. like we're gonna stay with you. He's like, No, you're not. You're gonna fall away, you're gonna you're gonna fall into temptation. Um, and it's on the same, like you open the Bible, it's here, right over here. You see Peter denies Jesus. So Jesus is arrested, and I'm gonna read to you from Matthew 26, 69 through 75. Now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard, and a servant girl came up to him and said, You also were with Jesus in Jesus the Galilean. But he denied it before them all, saying, I do not know what you mean. And when he went out to the entrance, another servant girl saw him, and he said to the bystanders, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. And again he denied it with an oath. I do not know the man. After a little while, the bystanders came up to Pe- and said to Peter, Certainly you too are one of them, for your accent betrays you. Then he began to invoke a curse on himself and to swear, I do not know the man. And immediately the rooster crowed. And Peter Peter remembered the saying of Jesus, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. So we see here that Peter has sworn to Jesus, like, I will not betray you, even if I have to die. And, And then things happen, as Jesus said, he was in the garden praying, he was betrayed by Judas, he's arrested. And Peter is outside seeing these things going on, seeing Jesus that as he's in prison and he denies him. The very same thing he d- swore he would not do just earlier. Uh, and, and so what, what goes on is when there's so many things going on around us, so many difficulties, so many struggles we see, it's easy to do the easy thing, right? It's easy to lose focus. Uh, you, you see even earlier with Peter where he was walking on water to Jesus. And when did he start to sink? It was when he lost faith. was aware of what was going on, mm-hmm. right? All the things around him. And he, he started to sink in. And he said, why did you doubt? Jesus said, why did you doubt? Uh, and so it's not so much that we go into things looking to doubt, looking to be distracted, looking to deny Jesus. Uh, but when there's so many things going on around us, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it's easy. And we see even Peter, one of uh, you know the the premier disciples, one of the ones that was in Jesus' inner circle, ended up denying him. Um, and, and later Jesus reinstated him because Peter, realize his wrong and, and repent to turn back to Jesus that's important that's important when we realize we've struggled when we realize we've fallen it's important that we repent and we turn to Jesus we we go to him because he is where our hope and our our um, help comes from so kind of looking at some of those things so what what do you see or what is any questions like pop up in your head looking at some of that kind of stuff no, that's okay
1: I don't believe I have any of that questions during then um I feel like I can definitely relate to Peter. Yeah. For sure. Uh not at this point right now, but definitely, uh you know, a year or two ago for sure. Yeah. Um, definitely can relate uh denying Christ and Well, I, I was
0: thinking more like maybe the circumstances are different. Like you're not not denying him, but I think in times of high stress, right? Oh sure. So like that's that's kinda of where I was going with it. Um, <laughs> in, in times of high stress, right, um, it's easier to stray away from what we're seeking to do, right? So, our second camera just fell over. So, it's, it's okay. Uh, but, it, do you know what I'm saying? So, that's where that's kind of where I was going with the idea of it. Um, was that in times of high stress, it's easier to go away from what you had said initially you would do. So, like, uh, I'm going to stay focused. I'm going to put God first in my life. i make sure I'm doing these things but then sometimes when i'm oh, like i'm oh, moving oh we've got a baby and a baby on the way and i'm starting a new job like that's when satan will try to use those things as a reason to pull you from what you're thinking you're going to do right cuz like it hasn't it hasn't been super long as you've been like recommitted to like trying to follow more closely right two months
1: two months i think
0: and so now all these things are happening how easy would it be to just not right oh of course um, and so that's where I think it comes down to. I mean, think about like spending time in God's word daily is an important thing to do. Um, but how, how many times are you like, man, I got to be up really early. So I really want to get up earlier to spend time in God's word. Oh, I'm too busy during the day. Or, oh, it's too late now. I got to get up early. I can't. Re-. Or, oh, I got to tend to this or tend to that. Like there's so it's so easy to let things be washed away to be not the focus of our life to be not what we're seeking to do. Or how many times maybe there's someone you could help that you're driving down the road you or you know of someone that's in need and it's, oh, I'm too busy for that. I, I can't do that. There's so many things around me. Um, you know, the, rea- the, the thought is, I'll never do that. Like, I'll always put God first. I'll always seek him with everything, right? Of course. But then you get in it. And like, Peter, I'll, I'll die with you but then you're facing it. You see what's happening in front of you. And and then they're accusing you. I don't know him. What are you talking about? Mm. You know, so it, oh, it's, I definitely, I want to, I want to like, send me someone I can help today. You ever thought that? Like, I, I hope you pray that. If you haven't prayed this, it's something you should pray. It's a, kind of a dangerous prayer because you're asking God to to make you uncomfortable, to challenge you to do things. But send me people I can help. I want to reach people. But then how many people do we walk by where we don't share our faith? Or how many people do we walk by that maybe are in need? Um, and so that's that's kind of part of the challenge is I think we live in a very busy culture. If you've ever been anywhere else, sometimes, like, I, I know I went to Ireland on a mission trip when I was in high school. I was, like, shocked at how slow and, like, lazy their days were. Like, not lazy, but just they weren't chock full of She's stuff. Relaxed. Yeah, they weren't just full of stuff. Like, it seems like now it's you got five things on the calendar overlapping, and how do you make it happen, right? Um, when really, that can be one of the biggest distractions that Satan will take advantage of in your life to take you away from focusing on God. Um, but like I said before, it could be a benefit. You could be, you could just sit in your life and you can look. Man, I get to I get to have the opportunity to live in a place and be better for my family. I'm going to start a new job around people that I can be an example to Christ. Um, and when I have the opportunity, I can share my faith. I have all of all these things. When I have a new baby that I can I can lead to know, know Jesus more. Like there's all these things that like can be distractions. But when God is central and you do stay firm in your faith and firm on the foundation, there's so many opportunities, right? So maybe I don't know somebody out there's coaching a, like a, a baseball team or softball team because that's what's coming up right now. So that's like a lot of nights of your week. That's a lot of a lot of focus. But you have the influence on all these kids that you're around. You get to be a godly that's influence. True. You get to share your faith. Um, Maybe you're running three different organizations. You get to share your faith and be a Christian example of what it means to lead. Uh, There's so many ways that busyness can distract us, but there's so many ways that when we stay rooted in our foundation of Christ, the things we're doing can can be for his glory and can lead others closer to him and lead ourselves closer to him as we see what he's doing when we actually do it. So... That's kind of the gist of the, the main thing. We have. Is there anything else that you're – any things you're thinking of or I think we're kind of to the end of that part of it. So if there's not – Yeah, I mean,
1: a... I, def, I definitely can relate to that. I, and, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I totally agree.
0: Welcome back. Um, as I mentioned, this is our first episode, so we took a little break just trying to collect our thoughts, think about, think through things a little bit. We want this to be real, uh, not super formal, so we're going to continue our conversation. One of the things Ryan mentioned at the beginning uh, was he felt kind of insecure in his faith coming back into church, so we're going to talk a little bit more about that
1: as Ryan explains. So. Well, one thing I, I definitely feel like I need to work on <clears throat> in my faith is, is my patience. I feel like I lack a lot of patience. What do you think, Cole? I think a lot of people lack
0: patience. <laughs> We're laughing because we had to start this a couple times because I made a joke about Amazon delivering things in two days, but we live in a culture um, where it's very, very quick gratification, like you order something it comes really quick, you, you know, fast food, videos are on demand now, you don't have to go rent them, you don't have to go buy them, you don't have to wait for them to come out, video instantly. So patience is one of those things like nobody has that anymore we're trained not to be patient so you can keep going yeah
1: yeah that that's definitely something like this whole move process you know heck i'm moving and on friday we're shooting this on a tuesday and huh. i'm like i just want it want it now <laughs> just, let's go i, I want to get going <clears throat> i trying to get everything organized and, and just ready to go and I just want to get it finished and done, but that's not how the world works, you know. It's not moving ready even. No. And uh, you know, just we won't we don't have the help. We just don't have the logistics to even do it right now. And I, why? Why is that? Why why can't we just get it done, you know? No. And um, you know, I mean, there's heck there's commercials about stuff like that. You know that old J.G. Wentworth commercial? You know, I mean, they made a whole your, song about it. It's your money, you need it now. And that's that really is... All those people are very impatient, I would say. Yeah, I mean, that's something... But... That people... But... Put.
0: It is their money. <laughs> but people people pray off of that but i mean seriously because those things are usually not beneficial to the person that's using them right yeah. like payday loans those are not good for you because they have really high interest rates um but patience 300
1: percent interest rates is and problem.
0: patience one of those things you've probably heard it like don't pray for patients because then what's god gonna give you is like
1: a bunch of stuff to test your yeah, patience ways to be patient yes. um
0: and i'm sure having a toddler you have times where you need to be patient um, definitely and and with a move and there's so many things so being patient I don't think there's anybody that I know that is extremely good at patience all the time I think it's situational like I know there's times where maybe I do well with patience in this thing but there's sometimes like man I have no patience in those situations you know like sometimes I think I, seem I, think that's like the... I have
1: less patience with like People that I should have the most patience with.
0: Yeah, a lot of, I, I mean, I, I agree. Sometimes the people you're closest to, the people you love the most, are the people. It's because I guess you're more comfortable, right? So you you express your impatience. I, I think that's probably a better way to say it. Like, I'm impatient a lot of times, but I just kind of I, I don't. You don't you vocalize brush you off it off better. You don't vocalize it because it's it's not appropriate. And that's something that's I mean that's something to be real about with with growing in our faith. Like, just because you don't express it doesn't mean it's not wrong you know like
1: you know who tests my patience the most my puppy mm-hmm. zero patience with a puppy dog that's been the uh the downfall i think of my patience yeah. <laughs> especially in tight quarters yeah um Why I do that?
0: (laughs) We're good. We're going to, um... But but I think that's part of it, right? So just because we don't express our patience, you know? Or impatience. It's like you're with somebody. They're in line in front of you. I mean, this has happened to me very, very often. You're in line, and and you're at a store, and somebody is going... Someone gets in front of you. (laughs) Is that a sign? (laughs) Sorry. More technical difficulties. First episode. Um... The production and setup is uh... passable, but occasionally has problems. You'll see a picture later. Uh, we took a picture because it's kind of funny. Um, but that's the thing. We get back to it. Um, sometimes just because we keep things inside doesn't mean that that's not still maybe sinful. Jesus said, "Don't murder people," but if you're angry with them, it's it's still you're still guilty of hating that person. And so I've been guilty of that. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, because it's it's easy. Oh, yeah, I haven't killed anybody, but. Oh, maybe I've been angry I've with been a lot of people.
1: I've been guilty with the, of the murdering angry. people. I guess not of the not actually murdering somebody. The second part, where yeah, you're, you're angry with your brother. Yeah, so or sister, person, person. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of things. The one thing that grinds my gears, I tell you what, I'm at the self checkout line. You got a guy with a full cart of stuff at the self checkout line. That's just uh, that's that. I'm guilty of of that and uh. Sometimes I want my double cheeseburgers a little too quick too, so. Mm-hmm. so what what other things? You got anything what what other things have made you feel
0: insecure? So patience, I think we all struggle with that. If we're honest with ourselves, it's all it's always hard. Um,
1: I I just need to pray about things a lot. I just need mm-hmm. to pray about it. And that's one thing my wife, Danielle, tells me all the time. She's always telling me, I just don't pray enough. Like I just need to pray. And, you know, we're supposed to be what I've heard, we're supposed to be in a constant state of prayer, like just all the time, just in a constant conversation with Jesus and God. And that's one thing, you know, and I think that really ultimately, you know, uh, generates my lack of patience and the amount of stress and anxiety that I have is because I'm not in that constant state of prayer. I'm not always, you know, hearing, or speaking with Jesus about my anxieties, about my lack of patience is so to where he's not telling me, like It's all good. It's all good. You're good and you know, I've blessed you with these things. Don't think, be stressed about it. Yeah. You know, I got you. I think Ooh. that's
0: tough. I think establishing a prayer life, it's not something that's really I don't think it's always natural for us to pray. It's something that kinda of, it takes like humbling ourselves and, and talking to God and I think the hardest thing is to actually like give him stuff, you know. Like it's easy to say, God, please help me with this, but sure. it's hard to like, just like give it to God and let Him take it, you know, and, and to just trust Him in it that everything, you know, one of the, in children's church we're going through, we're talking about purpose, right? How everybody, like, what's your, what you were made for? That's what purpose. That's what the, the stuff we're going through talks about. Um, but we have a, a verse of the month every month, and this one is is Romans eight twenty eight talks about how God is working all things for the good of those who love Him, for those who are called according to His purpose. And that's all. It's it's a tr, it's a promise from God that He works all things for our good. Doesn't mean only good things happen to us, but all things work for our good in the end. Um, and that's a hard thing to trust, even though God never breaks His promises. That we should trust Him all the time. Um, but knowing, no matter what happens, no matter what we face, Sorry. God is working all things for our good. You know, um, and that's hard to trust. I know. I know. For me, there's times where it's like there's so much uncertainty. And I think moving when you're in between, going from one place where you're settled and you're like, there's that time where all your stuff's in a in a, in a moving van, like you're getting that u U-Haul. Everything's in there. You don't have a place where you live right then, you know? Like when we bought our new house, we closed oh, on a house. That's really scary. And then like six hours later, or for six hours, we were homeless. I like to say that we weren't homeless. We were about to go buy our next house. We were about to close on the next one later that day. But like for a period of time, like we had all our stuff in different places and we didn't have anywhere to live. You know, and things like that, I mean... That's a big struggle in society. Like, there's a lot of people that struggle with a lot of anxiety and a lot of like crushing anxiety. Like, I know you mentioned that's a struggle you got, like, with with being anxious and and worrying. But there's people that, you know, even more extreme than that because we just live in a world where we're so uncertain. We're so. Um, and
1: that's what even gives me my anxiety and my stress is that I'm not stressed about the move. I'm stressed about unpacking. I'm stressed about getting settled, and that part hasn't even happened yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even. I Have even worried about like what if something happens wrong with the truck? What if something happens wrong with the move? What if Cole can't help me? Not banking on that yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'll be there. Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things that can go wrong in between them. But I'm worried about let me get let me get my stuff set up. You know, I want I want that living room set up with a nice TV, and uh, I want to watch the Wildcats play in that living room on Friday night. And we're moving Friday night. And I want to watch the Wildcats play in my new living room. I think one of the biggest things, and this maybe can
0: be like our closing thought for the day. Okay, I think this is a good one to close on. Let's do it. Um, Dear God, (laughs) let's get us through it. uh, Our closing thought. So the more we learn to trust God, the more we learn about who he is, uh, I think the easier it is to worry less about our surroundings, right? The more we figure out how big he is and how much how he's in control of all things, how he's working things for our good, the less our daily lives seem to matter and the, the struggles we face and the uncertainties because the things that could go wrong ultimately can't affect our God or can't affect our relationship with him. Um, so closing, I guess closing thoughts on that part, like the stress, like I think that's the biggest thing. Like it's not like, just because we say that doesn't mean it's easy to do it. Um, but the more we learn about him. You clip that's okay. The more we learn about him, the the better, the better we can we can deal with <clears> things. So, is there any other other areas of your faith you feel insecure about? As we kind of set things up going of forward. Of
1: course, there's so many different things that I feel so insecure about. But I mean, it will be a ten hour podcast. We just, well, I mean, that, that's part of the podcast. You know, we continue to talk about this, and we, I mean, we show the difference between episode one, episode one hundred, to episode one thousand. If we get there, yeah. that's – it be about ten years. <laughs> that would be a long time. <laughs> no, that'll be twenty
0: years. Um, depends on so. the frequency. Um, Podcast. You go would daily, be a thing. I mean, it would be.
1: Oh yeah, if we went daily, yeah, it'd be
0: three years. So psh, it's nothing. Um, but psh, <laughs> I, I think that's a big part. Of it. I think we we should all strive. I mean, because that's, that's something I have to challenge myself with daily. Like we just, you know, constant prayer means like we're constantly relying on Him, constantly looking to Him exactly to be. So like, oh, I'm stressed about this, but we know God's got everything in his hands. Like He's got the whole world in his hands. Like we sing, we sing, we, like sometimes the kids' songs that we sing have so much truth in them,
1: right? Like, my, my daughter sings a lot of that baby shark stuff, and I heard that in a church song, or in, in a church setting. That has nothing to do with <laughs> anything. I've always thought when I was a little kid that that could have tied in somewhere. Baby shark? Baby shark. No. It doesn't really tie in anything. Jesus no loves lessons. me. That's a good one. That's the only one I want to know then. I mean, what he's got other the children's? whole world. In his hands. Got the
0: whole All right, that's it for our first episode for today. We hope that you uh, will join us next time. As we said, we hope to improve every time. This is our first episode. It's very difficult to do. Uh, we're just two guys trying to grow in our faith, hoping to encourage you as we do it. Um, and we will see you
1: all next time. And if anybody has any suggestions about making this show less bad, that's our goal. That's our whole goal on this: is to make each episode not be as bad as the previous,
0: and uh, to encourage you guys as we
1: go. So, I hope you all
0: have a great too. day. So.